guys in tangible say, I will not be denied. If you will not be denied in this game, you're going to give everything you've got on every play. But we do it, guys, by playing together, have faith, trust, and confidence in each other, and execute the plan. Do your job and do it every play in the game. Look, guys, there can be no glory without some pain. You got your mind right to do it. And that's how I like it. That's how we like it. So let's go dominate these guys for Crimson Talk, your Alabama football fan cast, and we're going to talk some Alabama football with Jerome from Birmingham and Greg, so let's get to it right now. All right, I uh, just want to welcome everybody to the first episode of Crimson Talk, and uh, I'm joined by Jerome from Birmingham. And uh, it's a pleasure to be with y'all fellas today, and you can always follow me on Twitter. Handle is Jerome from Birmingham, and uh, and also joined by Greg. Yeah, hey, I'm again. I just want to say how excited I am to for this new opportunity we're going to create and go with. But uh, you can reach me uh, on Twitter, uh, Greg Roll Tide Seventeen, and All let's right. get this party started. Well. All right. Well, uh, since this is the first episode of a new podcast, I thought it'd be good for us to just kind of. Go around the table, and if uh, want to tell everybody a little bit about yourself, why you're an Alabama fan, why you want to do a podcast about Alabama football, which, by the way, that is why we're here, is to talk about Alabama football. And this is an Alabama football fan cast. It's by the fans, for the fans. So, so uh, Jerome, if you want to get it started. Yeah, no problem at all, Jonathan. Well, like I said, I'm Jerome from Birmingham. Uh, a lot of y'all guys know me on Twitter. You know, you seem to go back and forth with me on Twitter all the time. So it, it's a pleasure, actually, to be sitting here with Greg and Jonathan creating a, a fun Alabama fan base. Um, just a just an eye-opening opportunity to be able to, to sit back and, and talk sports with these guys. And it was a pleasure for the opportunity to be even brought to me to talk guys. So the, the opportunity is here, and, and I'm looking forward to it. And like I said, this is an opportunity that I'm cherishing, and we want to make this a, a fun uh, atmosphere for the fans, and not only the Alabama fans, but the ACC fans in general. So we appreciate the opportunity, especially me. So roll tide, guys. Hey, and Jerome, uh, what, when did you become an Alabama fan? Well, you know, um, I've actually been a, a lifelong Alabama fan. I, Grew up in a household with nothing but Alabama fans. One brother that's an Auburn fan, but you know, me personally, um, had the opportunity to really play for Alabama and didn't take advantage of it. So that kind of cemented my my love for the University of Alabama. So I've actually been a lifelong Alabama fan. Gotcha. Yeah, I think I think that's going to be a recurring theme on on uh, at least on this episode. And so, Greg, uh, what uh, what about you? 
Well, as most of you know, if, if you're listening from the former podcast now, I, I, I am a lifelong Alabama fan. I got shot out of the womb as an Alabama fan. Uh, when I was born, basically my whole family, except for one grandfather, was an Auburn fan. Uh, so in some ways, I had no choice but to be an Alabama fan. But as I grew up, you know, as I grew up through age, I grew to, to love the university. I, I can remember uh, going to the Alabama-Arkansas uh, game in Sugar Bowl when I think it was 72 or 73. Uh, I, I got I got the opportunity to go then. Uh, I grew up when you know uh, in the eighties in the lean years when everybody you know after Coach Bryant died you know you had Alabama fans jumping off the bandwagon you know to go to be with Auburn because Coach died taking over there and done an excellent job. And I grunted it out through thick and thin you know you know being told we would never be back you know our run was over and done with we were dead. Uh, we, we were just an old blue blood, and that's the only thing we had. And, uh, you know, and, and in a lot of ways, for a long time, those were some lean years. I mean, you go, you go through uh, some of the, the beatings that we've gotten over the last 30 years, and I had to suffer through them. But uh, <laughs> I'm an Alabama fan through and through. I went to the 92 championship game there in uh, New Orleans and Sugar Bowl against the uh, mighty Miami Hurricanes with them going around um, spouting their bile crap. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to be nice and not say the things that they were said. But, uh, uh, I mean, they would they absolutely would get in your face and call you anything in the world. Uh, and I just kept my mouth shut, and I said, you know, we'll, we'll let whatever happens in the ball game. And, you know, for the ones that were there and the ones that got to see it on TV, by halfway through the third quarter, uh, they were walking out the exit, shooting us birds, you know, telling us what they thought of us. But, you know, we went to Bourbon Street and had a hell of a time. But, uh, you know, so, uh, and then, you know, I've just, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm an Alabama fan through and through. Doesn't matter. Uh, whatever sport it is that Alabama does, I want us to excel in. I want us to be the best of. Uh, to me, there is nothing better than going and walking around on at Alabama on the campus on a game day that that atmosphere is just electric I'm sitting there talking about it, got chills um, <laughs> yeah. but it's just I mean it, it's what I love it's what I enjoy so uh me and Jonathan have talked years and years just because he is my brother-in-law mm. uh w- but we have talked for years about Alabama football and one day we decided you know we need to talk and and so this is a perfect opportunity this is for fans to talk to each other. That's what we want. We want fans to interact with us, tell us your stories, and make this, you know, yeah, we get into the games, but also we want to embrace the pageantry. You know, what makes you an Alabama fan? What what makes you love the university? Whatever it is, let's get this together and make it a fun family event. Yes, sir. Yeah, no doubt. And, yeah, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm John, and I'm your humble host, and uh, it'll be – You'll you'll hear a lot more from uh, uh, Jerome and Greg than you will from me, uh, but uh, but yeah, just like just like the other two guys, I was born this way. I mean, Lady Gaga I think put it best. Uh, I, I had no choice in the matter. This is just how I came out. And uh, as an Alabama fan, uh, I don't remember not being an Alabama fan. Uh, my my first game was uh, Mississippi State game in 1981, which 
if we had gone undefeated, would have been Bear Bryant's 315th win. Unfortunately, we'd lost a couple of games by then. So, uh, but, uh, but yeah, I can still remember that first, uh, that first trip to Tuscaloosa and walking around campus that day and, uh, and actually set in the end zone, but we were in the correct end zone because it was the in, it was the side, end of the field that Alabama warmed up on that day, and so I'm sitting there watching Coach Bryant lean up against the goalpost, and you know, just dream come true at that point. Watching Peter Kim kick warm ups from like the 45 almost to the top of the stands, <laughs> and uh, wow. yeah, it was uh, how good of a leg that dude had. <laughs> it was a, wow. it was crazy. Amazing. Yeah, it was crazy, and. Uh, uh, and yeah, just, uh, that was, you know, that was, that was my, you know, indoctrination as far as game days, you know, as far as a Tuscaloosa game day. And like Greg said, there's nothing like that. Uh, it's, uh, but you know, and to be fair, I mean, that's college football. That's what makes college football special is, is just the, the tradition. And I know a lot of people think that's a dirty word, especially some of our friends down, uh, <laughs> West Georgia way, but, uh, it uh it is a big part of it and you know i don't remember a lot about the bryant championships so in 92 when we or well in technically 93 when we won the one with coach stallings uh i considered myself pretty lucky because i was like well you know how many people actually get to i was at an age at that point where i remember every minute of that season every game and just feeling the the you know the the build up working through that undefeated season and winning that championship and honestly when it was over with I was like well I can't really ask for much more than that <laughs> and then <laughs> coach Saban comes along so wow. uh we've had we've definitely had as Alabama fans we've definitely had uh, more than our share of uh of uh uh great seasons and and more championships than I mean, any well than any other college football program uh, fan of any other program has been able to experience within a lifetime for sure. So, uh, so pretty. It's definitely a special time, and but I think that's one reason we wanted to go around the table and explain why we were here. We're not we're not on a bandwagon. We just we were we just happened to be on the wagon before it became pop, before it got popular again. So so yeah, oh yeah yeah so. Uh, so that's why we're here, and and I, I do want to make one thing clear, and I didn't, I may have overstated it, and we may even talk more about it towards the end of the show, but this is not, uh, the, we are Alabama fans. I mean, the name of the show is Crimson Talk, but uh, we definitely are going to want to talk about the bigger picture, the conference, the national scene, uh, and uh, and we're definitely thinking of ways that we can open things up. And uh, and hope to talk to a lot of lot of fans from other programs as we go along, and uh, but like I said, we'll talk more about that later. In the meantime, let's go ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and uh, our first official topic. Uh, uh, Nick Saban uh, held his annual uh, Nick's Kids Golf Tournament, uh, and he spent a little time talking to reporters uh, this past Thursday. It's the thirteenth uh, annual. Uh, tournament and uh and he had some uh he had some interesting comments so uh uh greg i'll throw it out to you to start this one 
Yeah, I, I found it uh, amusing to a point, you know, because, guys, um, you know, five years ago, even three years ago, probably, had someone walked up to Coach Saban and used the quote, uh, you know, Vegas has put your over and under at five and a half years. What do you have to say about that? Saban would have used to would have just pushed back and just fluffed up and, uh, you know, made a bigger deal at it. But this time he just kind of laughed and uh, said, I don't know what Vegas knows that I don't know. But, uh, uh, you know, he kind of went into the fact about his hip surgery, you know, because, it, you know, he, he did the hip surgery so that he can be produ productive for another 10, 15, 20 years doing whatever he's going to do. And uh, I, 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 I really enjoyed the fact that he laughed. I mean, because if you watch his facial expression, never changed. He just kind of, you know, laughed about it and thought it was funny. Um, because, and he legitimately meant that Miss Terry was ready to string him up and call the police and have him thrown in jail to have him locked up so he couldn't walk around like the doctors told him not to do. When, <laughs> you know, when he said, I'd sit there for six hours and I was done. So um, I, I found that pretty amusing. But the, the other thing that uh, the other video clip that I kind of want to hit on a little bit was when he had Anthony Jennings and Henry Ruggs and all those guys, you know, uh, these players that came and more than likely they've never hit a golf ball in their life. And uh, he had those guys come out there and they were having fun. But we all know that Nick really loves teaching kids life football, you name it. But golf is, is another passion that he has, and he, he really loves playing it when he has time. But he enjoyed, because I don't know if y'all saw, but the way he was making sure they put their hands in the right spot, made their, make sure their arms came in the right angle, and how to how to strike down on the ball, uh, you you could tell he was having fun. That He was in his element. And uh, how often do you see guys that are 67, 68 years old out there having fun like that, you know, still teaching, still uh, with the drive to, to, to help people. And, and I, I think that's huge. I just, I, I can't, I can't state it enough that he just, you, you see his face light up more and more now than you used to even five years ago. And I think that's a really good sign for me, for us as Alabama fans, because I don't think he's going anywhere for a while. But, and and now Jerome, uh, what what were your takeaways uh, from his Well, uh, I had two of the similar takeaways. You know, uh, I'm not a big golf fan, mm -hmm. uh, but when it comes to Alabama football and Coach Saban and what he brings to the program, you know, I keep my eye on what's going on in the sports world. And you know, just sitting back watching, you know, the the few clips I watch. You know, one thing about Coach Saban is it's always a teachable moment. Mm -hmm. Everything about him was a teachable moment, you know, and the University of Alabama and Coach Saban always get labeled as a, a football factory and we're we not family and it's all about business and no togetherness. But, you know, when you when he can take the time out and, 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 and show you some things and it's not all about playing golf and going out and having fun it's no different than what he does on the football field. He's showing you the correct way to do it. And, you know, and, and this world and, and growing up, you know, you, you always need a mentor to, to show you it, to guide you in down paths and show you the things 
in life that, you know, that matters the most. And, and one thing I, I love about Coach Saban is no matter what they say about him or how they say it, he's always been a coach that took the time out and whether win, lose, or draw, he going to show you the absolute correct way to, you know, uh, uh, present yourself to the public and on the golf course, on the football field, and in the media room. It's just nothing he's going to do without having his hand in place showing you that it's the right way. And, you know, and the second thought I got from it and a takeaway from it is, uh, you know, and to Coach Saban packs it up and leave the University of Alabama, it's always going to be some form of, of betting, uh, what is Coach Saban going to do or how he going to do it. You know, I'm a firm believer in, you know, he enjoyed the moment the other day. He enjoyed the, the Vegas odds on him and <laughs> how long he was going to be. And he was just soaking it up with a sponge. And, you know, uh, neither do Coach Saban, uh, Miss Terry, definitely not the fans, know what time of day he's going to walk away. But I will tell you this right here. The odds they putting on him is three to five years. Who knows? But I tell you what, he's soaking every minute of it up. And and you know one thing, I believe this right here, guys. We're going to have Coach Saban for the next seven or eight years. And if we got him for the next seven or eight years, we got a long run ahead of us a championship. So, you know, I give Vegas those odds. <laughs> You need to need to start your own uh, start your own book on that. Yeah. No, I I agree with you. Uh, Saban is a very young. What what is he at this point? Sixty seven, sixty eight. Sixty seven. Yeah. Sixty seven. It'd be sixty eight in October. Right. Yeah. So so yeah. I mean that's that's not your typical sixty uh, seven year old. And it took a uh, he had and Greg. I know you just mentioned it, but I just blanked. He hip. Was it hip replacement? Yep, hip replacement. Hip, hip replacement. Yeah, and uh, you know, the only and like you said, that 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 wouldn't even slow him down. Although I suspect maybe not as many, or who knows? Let's see if those uh, uh, how long that keeps him out of those uh, lunch break uh, pick a, or basketball league they have. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, as last, I mean, just last year, I was reading about you know this guy's you know sixty six, sixty seven, and still going out and playing uh, basketball at lunch, you know, uh, half court basketball. I mean, at that age, and uh, you know, maybe they maybe they let him win. But it probably <laughs> would be a s- smart thing to do. But uh, but I think they I think his team won the the league last year, so the lunchtime league. But uh. Yeah, he, uh-huh. and he makes sure he he's the commissioner of the league. He gets so he to gets, pick the players. <laughs> well, yeah. you, you you know what, guys? It's it's been an absolute treat over the last twelve what twelve years to just sit back and watch the off the field discussions about Coach Saban, and mm-hmm. you know that one of the very first things I remember about Coach Saban is when they brought him in. You know, Vegas put odds on him how long he was going to be in Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and I tell you, it's been every year since then, it's been absolute amazing what he's done. Hit replacement, losing guys. So I tell yeah. you, uh, he's not going anywhere no time soon. Yeah, I, I think he still, I think he still enjoys the challenge, and I'm not sure that that's ever going to go away. So, uh, 
Yeah. He's got something to, to for him to be competitive with. He can't. He he is the type A personality that he can't sit still. He's always got to be doing something. Well, and always. it's and just his just his base philosophy. You know that that uh, that it's not the season. He the seasons are completely decoupled in his mind. One season doesn't bleed into the next. Each season is its own challenge. And if that's the way you're looking at it, you know, I mean, it's it's not like – because everybody keeps talking, well, if he wins one more championship, then he's going to hang it up. I don't think that's the way his mind works. <laughs> I don't think no, it has a thing to do with it. I think just he probably has some idea of when he's going to uh, – because and it, now it probably gets updated, but I firmly believe he's got a date written down somewhere. That he now, sure. it, he may have scratched it out a couple of times and wrote another one down, but <laughs> but I think he I think I do I honestly believe at the end of each season him and Miss Terry sit down and evaluate things, and that's when we'll find that's when we'll find out that he's going to walk away, regardless of the outcome of the previous season. But, I, I, uh, I think you're probably right, but here I mean here's the one thing I will say though is is busy as he is and how much he loves to work. We kind of forget that when he, you know, when he doesn't have camps, which is going on this week, um, when he doesn't have uh, uh, coaches' camps or, or players' camp or, or, or just uh, general, you know, recruiting, when he goes away, when he goes on vacation, he enjoys that vacation completely. He allows himself to completely de- decompress and have fun. And when he comes back, he's he's business. He's ready to go. Uh, and there's a lot of people that can't split that balance. And, and I think that's one reason why he's so successful is because of his focus. He knows how to decompress and to amp it back up when he needs to. And that's a very rare in a human. Well, I, I got a question. Do you actually, y'all fellas actually think he decompresses? Do you actually think for one second out of the day, Coach Saban not thinking about football? I, I do believe that whatever he's doing at any particular time, he does to the best of his ability. <laughs> so, so, oh, so I think I, when he goes yeah. to the when he goes to the lake house, I think he I think he does the lake house real real well. <laughs> you know, so, so. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, because look, you know, uh, last week they had the leadership council, you know, come up to you know up to his house and he carried him out on the lake, and you could just tell. I mean, it's it's a work day, but he's having fun in that oh. work. Yeah. I mean, so work work in the grind to him. He goes to work and has fun. Well, yeah, and that that's true, and that's something that's hard for a lot of us to really wrap our head around heads around is that when you when you enjoy when you enjoy what you're doing, and and and, and let's let's be clear. I mean, he's in a he's in a position where. I mean, he's running the organization, so it's it's been built to fit his approach to work. That's a that's a nice luxury to have. Uh, it certainly sets sets it up for work to be more enjoyable if you're the one making the rules. <laughs> so, so, uh, so yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, he enjoys what he does, and 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 that's that's another reason he's going to be around for a while is because what's he if he quits this what's he gonna do you know so but uh and, and 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 
we'll 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 I'm sh- we'll talk about this some more later. I'm sure this is a recurring topic for sure. So so yeah. we'll uh, we'll see we'll see where we go. But yeah, there was definitely some interesting comments there. But I wanted to move on to uh, and and really we, not a lot of discussion on this. But I did want to uh, mention uh, that uh, Walt Gary passed away uh, this past. Uh, Friday morning, I believe. Yeah, Friday and morning. If you're not familiar with uh, with Walt, uh, and and this is kind of near and dear to my heart, just because this this is a link back to the Stallings uh, era of the program, and that uh, Walt was uh, uh, Walt had Down syndrome, and and uh, uh, his mother uh, and and lived in Tuscaloosa, and his mother back. In the in the 90s, when Stalin's was there, reached out to Stalin's because she was having some trouble getting him to do what he could as far as school and school goes and stuff. And uh, and Coach Stalin's obviously being very familiar with uh, that uh, particular uh, uh, disability, uh, absolutely went out of his way and 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 brought Walt in and kind of made him, gave him a kind of a place in the program. And obviously, uh, you know, from all accounts, uh, Walt and, uh, John Mark Stalins became really good friends. And, uh, of course we lost John Mark a couple of years ago as well. So, so just wanted to pass our condolences on to, uh, to Walt's family and, uh, and that, and, and just, and just how awesome it is that they kept the tradition up of, of Walt, bringing his prediction in every week and coach Saban would take the time out of his day or, you know, take some time out of his week each week during the season, which is, you know, extremely, obviously extremely busy would still take the time out to, uh, have, have a quick chat with Walt and get his prediction and stuff. That's, that's something that'll be missed. And matter of fact, if you've never seen it, you could probably pull it up on Google, but, uh, college game day, I think it was college game day that did a, a, a uh, segment on him. I think it was just this past season, as a matter of fact. Yep, this past season. Yeah. So, so, anyways, uh, that's uh, hate to hate to hate hate that that's one of our topics, but definitely wanted to mention it uh, because uh, I know, and I'm talking way more than I will later, but this one really hits home because uh, I just remember back in the '90s, uh, I had a chat with someone online from Malaysia. That was a social worker in Malaysia. That uh, when when they found out I was from Alabama, they asked me if I knew Coach Stallings. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, "Well, I don't. I know. I definitely know who he is, but I don't know him." And it turned out that because of their job as a social worker, they had read Coach Stallings' book on uh, John Mark and uh, Down syndrome, and uh, and. Uh, yeah, so just kind of that's when I realized just how small the world is, is that someone in Malaysia had been touched by Coach Stallings and John Mark, and that's just always stuck with me. So, so, uh, but uh, I tell you, we probably need to start wrapping it up, and uh, just want to let everybody know that, uh, at least for right now, uh, just kind of just to kind of get things rolling, we're gonna uh, we're gonna do our best to get a podcast out much like this every week uh, during the off season uh, leading up to the season. We'll definitely talk about some, uh, 
you know, kind of give some thoughts and uh, some of our uh, some of our thoughts on the upcoming season, what our expectations are, do some features built around that. Uh, we've definitely got some other plans uh, as things go along. Where, like I said earlier, we want to try and reach out and get some interaction with the with the fan community, with the Alabama football fans, but also just college football fans in general. And uh, we will definitely talk more about that later. And uh, just want to let you know you can uh, follow us on Twitter at uh, Crimson Talk Show. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Crimson Talk Show. <laughs> you can uh, uh, you can uh, send us an email at uh, you can email us at Crimson Talk Show at gmail and there'll be some more uh, some more uh, pieces and parts to our social media uh, you know our social media contacts as things roll along. And uh, uh, before we get out of here, Jerome, uh, any any final parting any any parting words any parting shots or anything well you know what fellas uh like you said i don't want to echo uh no more than what you said uh uh we want to try to bring a a very very fun atmosphere to this podcast we want to make sure we incorporate the fans uh your ideas your thoughts and uh like jonathan said we got uh more windows opening up down the road and, you know, give us time. You know, this is the very first episode of Crimson uh, Talk. And we're looking forward to y'all keeping in tune and keeping in contact with us and making sure you pull up and check our podcast out and whatever else we got coming down the road. And it was a pleasure talking to y'all today. And Greg? Yeah, I just want to, I mean, everything has been said, uh, I just want to echo it back. Oh, uh, this is going to be a fun podcast. We're going to keep things rolling. We're going to, uh, like I said, have some new things coming. Uh, going to have fun. Uh, this is just an introductory, uh, basically segment, basically, and uh, we'll have more topics and we'll roll through them a little quicker next time. Uh, but we just kind of want to get you know reach out and let y'all know what we're doing, what uh, what to expect from us from week to week, and uh, I, I look forward to. Uh, uh, having conversation, you know, at least every, uh, once a week with everyone. Uh, hit us up. Uh, give us some ideas, topics you want to talk about. Uh, we will take uh, guests, and we will. And if you just want to throw a topic out, we'll give you credit for the topic. Uh, reach out to us. You know, you can send it to Drum. You can send it to myself. Uh, you can email us. Whichever you, whichever way you want to go, just reach out to us, and uh, we'll be glad to. Uh, get some different conversation rolling because sometimes what, what, uh, you know, we may be thinking something else and you may just, you may have an idea that just takes off. And that's, that's what this whole, this whole podcast is. It's for us to share and enjoy, uh, Alabama football primarily, but we are going to reach out to other fan bases because we enjoy that. We, we enjoy talking a little smack back and forth. That's fun. <laughs> oh, it's not life. Let's well, have and, and yeah, and just kind of, so, just to kind of put a bow on it, I mean, what what we're what we're talking about doing is we absolutely want this to grow into a, a conversation where 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 it's not just the three of us talking; it's all of us talking about the team and the sport that we that we love. So so that's why we're here, and that's what we're wanting to grow it into. So uh, I guess with that, until next time. 
Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Oh, oh, yeah, hold